Welcome to Tooth or Dare with Irene and Whitney, the first dental podcast to bring you a Canadian RDH and an American RDH. These ladies deliver suction-dropping dental stuff and epic interviews with your favorite social media dental peeps. Then, because they are amazing, they close the show with a live and uncensored version of Tooth or Dare. Now let's put our overgloves together for Irene and Whitney. Hello, Whitney. Hi, Irene. What's up? Oh, you know, living my best life. Yes, how are you? It is. You know, I'm okay, man. (laughs) (laughs) This is probably the like latest, the close cut, like the closest we've ever. This is like you just said, ten for you, p.m. and this goes live at six a.m. So yeah. This is funny. You're a magician. You're, a, no, you're, we'll you're an audio magician. We haven't done it yet. Whitney, it's October. Yeah, it is. October. It was my Thanksgiving last week. Spooky and season. Happy Spooky season. Thank you. But also, it's um, d- uh, Dino Hygiene Month. Hygiene Month. So, Hugh Freedy, our sponsors for this episode, thank you very much, Hugh Freedy, are celebrating dental hygienists in the best way ever. Can you guess which way they're doing that? Maybe with some giveaways. Uh, yeah, giveaways. <laughs> They've been pumping out giveaways on their social platform for like the last week, I guess. Um, and oh, I got this plush purple robe last year, and they gave one away a couple of days ago. And I was secretly hoping that I could win another one because it'd be cool to have two. If I had a bestie mm. stay over, we could both wear the purple robe. So congrats to whoever won that. But yeah, they're doing some cool things. They have a giveaway ending tomorrow, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so for those of you listening to this first thing in the morning, you still have some chances to enter the giveaway. They're doing three diamond sharpening cards that are being drawn uh, today, and the winner is going to be announced in their story. I'm a huge fan of them. Um, do you Have you tried one of them yet? I have not, but maybe I need to enter to win, huh? I know, right? Um, <laughs> they're cool. They're very cool. Yeah. And the next week is the grand prize, right? Yes. The week of the 21st? The week of the 21st, yeah. And what does that consist of? So it's pretty simple. I mean, you just wear purple. Wear purple that week, snap some pictures, and then uh, send them to Instagram and make sure that you use the hashtag show us your purple 19. We'll tag that below. And uh, yeah, it, all of the entries with wearing purple will get tabulated and there's a grand prize trip to your town <laughs> chicago. chicago chicago can i say it anymore with an accent what's what's the most popular sport in chicago oh would it be basketball no i mean i you know what all of them i don't you guys know. have the cubs as your baseball team and the socks and the so socks you got the two cubs and the white yeah. socks and then, I'm the worst to ask about sports. The but the bull, Bears. The Bulls. You guys have the Bulls with your yeah, basketball team. Yeah, the Bulls team. are basketball. And but the Bears. Bears are like big. I would say Bear. Maybe the Bears would be the – that would be a good question because I'm not a sports person. Like, go sports. But the Bears. Like, that's a joke Like because we don't say our THs. We say Ds. Like a D. For, um, but the the Blackhawks are a big deal too, I oh, think. Yeah, the Blackhawks. I think they – a lot of teams. Sports. We got all the sports, huh? Yeah. You got all the sports and you got two of each of them, so it seems – only baseball, right? Only baseball. I know. Well, but we have a lot of like little, what is that, like semi-sports or something? Like when they're not as... Like what? Like lacrosse and... No. Like what's it called? Like if a Paddle ball? Team, no. <laughs> the same sport. Like like baseball has like a a little baseball team. Like it's not the big Oh, like pro. the minor leagues? Yes. Uh, <laughs> we have a... I love like, you. 
We've got the we, big team, and then we've got this smaller one. What's that one got, called? The minors. I don't know. Let's do a lot of minor leagues because <laughs> we got all the little cities and the suburbs. I love it. I oh, try. Pee-wee sports. Oh, I try. So good. So good. Oh, okay. So last episode, fun fact. You said that you did something in Newfoundland. So I was in Newfoundland for uh, yeah. the CDGA conference. And so I didn't know what you were talking about because you were like, I did something with Newfoundlanders. An yeah, honor I got thing. ignited. Or you got in- screeched. Initiated. Screech. Screech. That sounds so right. That's what it was. Weird you do like a weird sentence and there's like a guy speaking and you don't understand. And then you have to kiss a fish at the end. Did you kiss the fish? I kissed some. I don't remember, but probably. I, can, I kissed something. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right. I'll have to ask. Yeah. You yeah, ki- have to ask kiss, the people kissed I was a with. fish. I had to kiss a cod. So the fish, they're, I don't know if it's their national fish or what the deals with the cod, but. I had to kiss a cod. So the literally the guy pulled out a frozen fish that his daughter caught what? and we all had to kiss it. And can you believe the one person that didn't kiss the fish was my husband, was Chris. He came around the bar and he was like, I kissed it. Kathleen kissed it. A bunch of like our friends that we were there with. And he's like, I'm not kissing that. Like how many people have kissed it? All those germs. Of the five I'm dental sure hygienists the that were there, the yeah, accountant was the one that clued so in to the to funny. the bacteria. Do you remember the sentence you had to say? No. Oh. I also it was, ha- I remember it was like, having... Yeah, yeah. It was it was okay. it was intense. I, I, I think we just sentence. I have a video of it. I have a video oh, of the good. whole screeching ceremony. Screeching, I don't know. I was right. so excited. I was so excited. Newfoundland, Newfoundland. There's only maybe one person who knows what this is happening right now, but I promise it's worth it's worth Googling. It was really if, fun. If anyone's listening to this, go to Newfoundland. Don't go in October because it's basically winter. Yeah. Same. I was in Washington State on the other end of the world or the other end of the in that world, but U.S. I it guess was, it was North cold. America. It was very cold too. I didn't I dress. I didn't dress for the occasion. I mean, I wore clothes that I would have been wearing here in Toronto, and I was freezing. And I was stubborn because I didn't want to go and buy clothes. I'm like, I don't want to buy anything and then not have room in my suitcase. And yeah, da, da, da. so I toughed it out. And anywho, funny thing, I was at one place really quick that was uh, a. <laughs> whatever this place in washington and they were like if you look over the water there you can see canada no way <laughs> it made me laugh so hard oh did like, you wave okay. and be like hey They're, yeah right hey i, I think see i'm on, you, like girl. super west coast but oh, it's still funny that's made funny. me laugh well i'm coming to i'm coming to america 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 next week okay. i am For going what? to be in vegas I'm well, speaking at the AAID, the American Academy of Implant Dentistry. Nice. That's at awesome. the Aria Hotel, which I'm oh, super pumped nice. about because they have the best poker room in Vegas. I play poker. I don't gamble, but I, I mean, that's a poker silly thing. Shooting. I don't gamble, but I play poker. Yeah. Fun, fun Irene fact, when I was in college, I used to play online poker for spending money. That's great. So a lot. There's shark. professional poker. Po- it's I a know. thing. I know. It's cool. The last time I was in Vegas, I won a poker tournament at the MGM Grand, and Chris was there. It was so funny. Four four and a half hours later, he's standing there with like salad in a Tupperware container while I'm heads up at the table with this cowboy that kept calling me sweetheart. There you go. Yeah, it was great. Anyway, so I'm hoping to recreate that cash payout this coming week. Yeah. That's very fun. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Well, on that note. On that note positive vibes who who's our positive vibe of who are we dedicating this episode to this episode is dedicated to the one and only summer lewis aka Mm. diamond sharp on instagram boss babe happy boss day to you girl she has a cool little van that she sharpens instruments for dental hygienists and it's it's 
epic. So you guys need to follow her on Instagram. And if you need your instruments sharpened, get on that. She ships too. So Canada, US, all that fun stuff. You send dull, she sends sharp. <laughs> Summer. Yeah. What up? What up, Whitney? So, hey, Irene. How's it going? Going. It's going very fabulous. Is it going count up or is it going and count down? It's going to count up. We're always going up. We build each other up. Build things up. Don't break them down. Right. So we have a guest and I'm really excited because I've personally met this beautiful human and she's super nice. And I'm just going to give a fun fact before we even say her name. So she's a, she's a writer is one of her many hats she wears. Um, and I actually read an article that she wrote last year in RDH magazine and the article was so inspired. I was not even really doing teeth talk, my YouTube stuff. Like I was like starting, right. You know, what was the article titled? How high does the tree grow? And it was so inspiring. It was all about, you know, just doing your thing. Like, don't be afraid. And she'll probably explain it better. But anyway, my point is I was like, who is the author of this? Cause after I read it, I was like, I need a I need to meet this human. So I direct my, I found her on Instagram. I direct messaged her, told her that I loved it. And she was so nice. And then like six months later, we met at a conference in Missouri. So in human form. And then it was just, it was, it's just been so cool. So anyway, long story short, I have a special place in my heart for Miss Katrina here. Oh, that made so much. Thank you. <laughs> I know it wasn't a good explanation, but I just want everyone to know that you made a bigger impact in my life that you, than you know, truly. Oh, oh my so. gosh, that's fantastic. And you know, what's funny is I didn't even really know how to use Instagram. So I was like, there's, it says there's a message and I'm not sure how to get it. <laughs> I'm not a millennial. Okay. So let's Stop. just get that out of the way. No, I'm not. You're, uh, you look like a beautiful millennial. No, I don't I'm know. Not. I don't know what a not millennial is, but my God. What's the year? What's the year where millennial is no longer millennial? I'm going to Google this. I've read that and I've found a lot of different ranges. So I do not know. In any of the ranges, I am not a millennial. Millennials <laughs> <laughs> between 1981 and 1996. Yeah, so crazy. that means I'm older than that. <laughs> so between 22 and 36, anyone who's 36 is considered millennial. You can't be older than that, but okay. Um, so you do not. So you're Let's find yeah, out what the secret. That's gonna add on to the list of what are what are your age list secrets. Yeah, that's funny. No, yeah, I think it's just good genes, really. <laughs> it's all good genes. Right. I'm not doing nothing. Why, why can I buy those jeans? Because <laughs> I'm not like I don't. I'm not girly girl. I don't get facials. You know, I don't. I don't do that stuff. I. I mean, I don't smoke. I do drink. Like I love wine. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. So, so, yeah. Katrina, so she's a dental hygienist. That's important to note. This is RDH magazine, obviously. So she was writing for that, that she, you're a dental hygienist. You have a podcast now, a new podcast. She also does the molar report, which is an awesome, like in-person interview with live. You actually see the faces um, on Facebook. I did that with you in Missouri when we met. So you're doing a million things and how are you doing it? And what's your favorite thing? I don't know. Just to, I'm jumping right in. Whitney, slow down. <laughs> We're a girl. We're like four minutes into the interview. Like, and you are overwhelming the shit out of, out of her. I just have so many questions. I'm like, just answer whichever one you okay. want. Okay. Um, let's start from the beginning. So you are a dental hygienist. 
I am. Mm -hmm. Where did you go to school? What did you do? What made you want to be a hygienist? Okay, so she asked a lot of questions too. That's what I was, but it was within the same decade. Like you were working <laughs> in like three decades worth of. Uh, no, really, she's not. She's working like that. All happened really quick. What she was talking about. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. There we go. Yeah. Right. yeah. One point uh, for Gryffindor. So I, I actually started as um, an assistant, and so with zero experience, I had a dentist in. Tennessee hired me with no experience, making $8 an hour. And I loved it. I just absolutely loved it. But I wanted to play a bigger role in the education of the patients. And so it was really hard. It took me nine years to become um, a hygienist. So I tell my children they can call me doctor. <laughs> um, no, it took me nine years and I, I applied uh, it was three years in a row, and it took three years for me to get accepted because in Tennessee, they only accept 12 students a year. Wow. Yes. And there was only one school. There was only two schools, but they would have been an hour and a half away from me. The one school would have. And you, so, had, you, had kids, you had kids at that time. I didn't have kids at that time. No. Uh, no. So um, when I moved to St. Louis, I, there was supposed to be a three-year wait list but I got in in like a week and that worked out perfect. I did have kids. Um, I applied two years in Tennessee and I didn't have any kids and I came here and I, I applied right away and I got it. So um, the rest is history. I mean, it was really, really hard because I had kids and I had even had a nine month old and I would get up at 3 a.m and study and I would get home at like 7 p.m. some nights and I would go a week without seeing my baby because she'd be asleep before I'd even get home. Mm, yeah, tough. it was tough, but I mean, it was so worth it. Yeah. Totally worth it. A huge part of the demographic of my students are um, with families in dental hygiene school, second time career from either dentistry from a different country or being a dental assistant and a lot of them have kids and I commend them because I had a tough time without any children. I was a child myself in school mm -hmm. and I don't know how people do it with having families and then working too. Like some people have like legit full-time jobs while they're in dental hygiene school. Yeah. I don't know how people worked. I mean, that was, that would have been tough, but I was the third oldest, I think third or fourth oldest in my class. So that was had a whole bunch of millennials in my class. I mean, they're so smart though. So they were really helpful. <laughs> <laughs> you are smart. So but I, it was a long time before I had gone back to school. I mean, it'd been years and years. So going back to school in your thirties and you're like, what is happening? <laughs> you learn differently too. I find being in school now, I'm like, I don't, I'm not, my brain doesn't work the same way that it did before. No just different so are you still practicing kind of dry. yeah <laughs> are you still practicing clinically no i'm no. not no so uh i left the op in september and i this last september yeah oh very recent okay so well when i first uh when i first graduated i was working part-time clinically and i was like you know what i need to find something else to fill up a couple more days and that's when i started with young dental and I loved that. And I was with Young for three years. Mm -hmm. So that was able to help me get my foot in the door. Um, and that. then, so yeah. when I left them, um, I went to another company, which is within 
pharmaceuticals and dentistry. So, uh, and then they dissolved the territory in St. Louis and all the traveling and everything. And they were just like, oh, so we don't need you anymore. And that was devastating, mm. absolutely devastating. And I was home for three months, not doing anything. And the thought of going back to clinical was not really something I wanted to do. I would have done it if um, I had to, but uh, I was getting a lot of not qualified or we're going a different direction. And then believe it or not, it was like in two days or in one day, I got two job offers. And so now I'm going to be with Healthy Start and um, they have the breathing appliance, you know, the mouth appliance for airway, opening the airway up for children. And so I'm really excited about that. That's cool. That's amazing. So you're doing the healthy start now, which is awesome. So that's your full-time type job, but you're doing a million side gigs, maybe not a million, but you're wearing a lot of hats. What are your side gigs? Well, the podcast. I don't want to call them side gigs. What do you want to call, right? You're doing your own. Just doing my own thing. Yeah. Because, you know, you can't put all of your eggs in one basket. You know, you have to be able to do your own thing. And um, when I was let go from my last job, I just went full on in with the podcast. And let's talk about that because I have a long list of questions about your podcast. So when did you start your podcast? Yeah. So um, I started the podcast in um, the last week in January is when the first episode went live. So earlier this year. Yeah. And yeah, so earlier this year. how often do you release episodes? Every Monday. For your Monday ride. And what's your podcast called? How can people the, find it? The Smile Effect. So it's on YouTube as well, but it's on all, all the pad- podcasting platforms. And just search The Smile Effect. It comes right up. There's none other. So um, it's interesting. It's a lot different than your guys' podcast. You know, you guys are fun and everybody laughs when they're listening to yours. And I try to get, you know, some laughs in with my podcast, but it's, just goes a different route. And uh, it was about a year ago that I decided to start a blog and it's a smile effect blog. And um, so I have a, several articles on there, but that's a lot of work. It takes a lot of time and a lot of people are not reading as much today and they'd rather, I mean, that's what I do. I like to listen to podcasts and drive and listen to podcasts when I'm getting ready. So I decided to do the podcast. And since I had time, I just went full in. Cool. So what's the premise behind it? Like, what's your, what's your little niche? Like what is, how do, how do you, if you were to describe your podcast to somebody like ours is comedic relief with a little dentistry, like what, how would you describe yours? So everybody has something in life that's happened to them. And if you haven't had something that is horribly sad and gut wrenching and feel like a kick in the gut, you will right? Everybody, nobody gets out of here without something like that. But what's the difference between some people that that happens to and they fight through it and they've learned their lessons and they've turned the pain into purpose versus people who stay in that darkness. It's very easy to let that, those things happen to you, that's happened to you, take over. Mm -hmm. And I've had so many of those things happen and people are like, man, girl, you have lived a life. Why? It's amazing that you know, people are taken back that the fact that I am so positive and I don't let it affect me and I keep moving forward. And what's different about me? You know, what's different about me and all of the other people that it's happened to? We all have it inside of us to be able to keep through it and learn the lessons and live the life that we want to live. So that's the point is finding people that 
have had those struggles and figure out what it's what they've done to move on from them and what they have what lessons they can teach us hmm. so that. it's what not is, not dental related no it's not dental at all no but the word smile is so let's yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, throw it in there right being a dental professional right exactly <laughs> you said turn pain into positive or how did or pain into what? turn your pain into purpose Turn your pain into purpose. I love that. That is so, that is a good phrase. That's yeah. solid. That may or may not be the top title of this. Yeah. So you interview people on your podcast, correct? And, yeah. and how do you find people? Do you, do they reach out to you? Like now that they know what you're doing, it's like, Hey, I have a story to share. I think it, how, how do you find, is there like a way that you're getting your interviews? It was like a strategic way you're doing it. Right. Uh, you know what? It's funny. Not really. Um, people who inspire me, I just want to know more about them and I just reach out and ask them if they'll share their story. Um, but sometimes I will scroll and just look for really inspiring people. And I found one girl on Goalcast. And What's Goalcast? What's that? So you, you have to, as soon as you get off here, you, you have to go search Goalcast videos. Uh -huh. Goal as in G-O-A-L, cast. Yeah. yeah. And have tissue handy because uh -huh. all of these stories are so encouraging and inspiring. Uh-oh. Okay. They're just, they're some, I mean, some of them are sad, but some of them are like, holy cow, like, what am I doing with my life? Look at what these people are, they're like saving whole worlds. <laughs> I mean, you're doing this every week, right, Katrina? Like, yeah, sometimes four times a week. So uh, that, do, how do you shake that off at the end of the day? Because you're yeah. hearing very, very dramatic, serious, heavy material from people one-on-one, -on -one, like you're hearing it directly from the source. How do you go like, you put, you, do you push the positive? Is that why you're like, I just, you focus on the good in it? Or how do you exactly remove it. those bad details? You know? Everybody has a story. And it's what you do with that story that it turns in, you know, defines your life. So if these people had... Um, Okay, so Jen from Jen's Vision, she'll be coming up on the podcast. She had a dentist drop a needle in her eye and she is blind in that eye. Wow. We didn't focus, we, she talked about her story and um, she's really inspiring and she could have easily stayed depressed about that and let that take over her life and ruin her marriage and her relationship with her children. But she's moved forward and she's created a foundation and she is really making a big difference in you know eyewear and dentistry that's, so that's what i focus on i just focus on the lesson i don't bump wow. that that's really good that's really hard that's you have to train yourself to do that's really i think that's how i've made it this far i mean if i can see how people can very easily stay in the darkness it's hard to move past it but you only have two choices when something negative happens in your life you can either let it control your life or you can take action and move forward and it's not going to be easy to do it but you have to you have to have some goals you have to surround yourself with people who are better than you and people who are truly happy not people who are happy right now and people who are happy because things are going their way mm -hmm. you want to truly be with surrounded by people who have the full picture of life and the true meaning of life Wow. Um, totally. Holy. So, holy molar. Holy molar. Holy <laughs> molar. <laughs> Things oh, got deep. Right. 
We go. Oh my goodness. Um, so you've got quite a few episodes. I'm a binge, I'm a binge podcast listener. Um, so I will be listening to like six of your episodes of week. <laughs> yeah, that's how I would, cause then, you know, I always feel like I need more. It's like, it's like binging on Netflix. Uh-huh. Yeah. One episode of the flash. You must watch six episodes of the flash in the same. Out of all the flash. Like, cool. That's why I try not to find episodes on Netflix because right now I'm watching the originals. And oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm past the originals. Yeah, well, I just found the Vampire Diaries uh, like a few months ago, and so I literally like sat in front of my television, like not doing anything, like for days. So I know Nina Dobrev. She and I went to high school together. Remember when I commented on that picture of you from 10 years ago and I said, oh my gosh, you look like her. And you're like, I, yeah, we went to school yeah, together. We went to school together. So then I told Greg, I was like, oh my gosh, she knows Nina. That means Ian's going to like find me and we're going to get married. So let's talk about a little bit about how you were in the dental hygiene world now. So talk, let's talk about like, how did you start writing articles for RDH mag and uh, your mobile report? Like, yeah, did you still do it? Do you want to do more? Do you have any goals with that? And if so, you know, what, what can we expect to see from you coming soon? Yeah. So I feel like so many people are unsatisfied in their careers and because as soon as they walk through, you know, I also the feel like I'm the only one not wearing glasses right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, wait. Do we like those ones or do we like these ones? Let's see. You guys are all wearing dark frames. You're those right. match better. No, let's yeah, do Oh my gosh, why do you, you just, do you have content? Are you like double seeing right now? <laughs> She's putting on like four different glasses. <laughs> Truly, are you wearing contacts? Can you see them when you do that? Uh, I need them for reading. Oh. I or when see. I'm doing a lot of iPhoning. That's what, that's what my mom calls it. She's iPhoning again. Sorry. I, side note, that was just, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, back to writing. So are you continuing with your writing? Or? Yeah, I am. Yeah. So she was saying that people are so dissatisfied in their careers right now. Yeah, because when we rock, walk across the stage and we get our diploma, we feel like that's it and we stop growing. And um, if you're not growing, you're dying. And even though in our dental hygiene oath, we say that we're going to keep growing and going to CEs and learning for ourselves as well as our patients, we really stop doing it. And so then we just become complacent and bored and the monotony of our life just, yeah. you know, it's so, and then you stop doing the things that you really should be doing. And that's what I, and that's what the article was about. It was about, okay, just because you're a dental hygienist doesn't mean you have to be a clinician for the rest of your life. You can take the things that you've learned as a clinician and do something else because dentistry is going to change. It's inevitable, but we need people to help it change. And we need people who are truly passionate about, you know, we need people to lobby. We need people to do research. We need the educators. We need the people who are really going to push uh, the systemic health and really get uh, uh, help us become more respected as healthcare providers instead of just, you know, teeth pickers. Yeah. So everybody has, you know, something to bring 
to to the world and to our profession. And so that's what the article was about. It was just trying to inspire people to don't stay where you're at if you're unhappy, move on. I'm gonna link that, um, how high does the tree grow in the description below. That's awesome, find the link for a really it. great article. It was supposed to be titled, you've got that love and feeling, or you've lost that love and feeling, but they, they changed it. So yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Okay. I can see why. <laughs> Maybe it could be misconstrued sets like. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. So, are you doing any speaking? Um, I'm going do to. Speaking? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I applied for the ADHA TED Talk. Oh, cool! I did, and um, it's funny because I, Irene, I was listening to you. Well, one of you, one of your podcasts a while back, and you were saying that you are going to be speaking on growing within your profession. Yeah, and that's what my talk. Oh, cool! Is about. That's awesome. Yeah. Wait, yeah. so you're doing the TED talk? You you applied and you got it? Oh, we're supposed to find out March twentieth. Oh, okay, okay. I hope you get it. Oh my gosh! Thanks, thanks. Um, but I'm also uh, speaking around schools and things here because I love to inspire are the young generation. Mm -hmm. And I, I sit on the board for a dental assisting school and they're the only school in the high school in the state of Missouri that will graduate dental assistants right out of high school. Whoa. And a lot of them want to move on, become dentists. Wait, what do you mean right out of high school? So you're done grade 12 and then you're a dental assistant. assistant. Mm -hmm. So That's how do cool. they squeeze that into the rest of the curriculum? They have that for nursing programs too, um, nursing assistants. That's awesome. They go to a different school. So they go to their home school yeah. um, on certain, like certain hours a day, and then they go to the other school, their tech school. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, so when you sit on the board, what does that entail? Uh, I do a lot of, I'll come in and I, I speak to them uh, often, but then I, I'll take them to give kids a smile and so they can get some hands on with other patients. Um, do you guys know what that is? Give kids a smile? Yes. Okay. Well, we have I'm it. Canadian. Sorry, yeah. she's from Canada. So you could help us. Your local community gets together and they uh, perform dental services on babies all the way up to I think 18 years old, all school age for free. Mm -hmm. And so they've it started here in St. Louis. I don't know if you knew that way. I did not know that it started in St. Louis. It, yeah, it started in St. Louis, and we've given away millions and millions of dollars worth of free dentistry to kids and That's it's amazing. awesome is it national now i think so okay because i just figured it was right i didn't even know yeah. that's awesome because it's smile so you are really hooked you're really connecting the students with like services like that that they can trying to yeah. trying yeah you're doing it girl you're doing it <laughs> so have you always been a good writer or how did that all start oh that's funny no um i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't read until i was in third grade Mm -hmm. And yes, yeah, so um, my mom didn't take me to school. And so uh, there was one point that the school actually called my mom and said, if you don't take her to school, like you're going to go to prison. In the third grade, you hadn't gone to school until the third grade? I had gone to school some, but not much. And so I didn't even know how to spell my last name. Wow. Yes. Yeah. You're uh -huh. so intelligent right now talking to me. So <laughs> And I went well, to school all the time. <laughs> so you ended up going to school. Yeah. So um, I ended up 
going to, I, I moved to Kansas and um, I won like the award for most growth wow. in, in the school year. And then um, when I was in high school, I had a coach, um, a basketball coach who I really, I like to write poetry and he was really encouraging and he gave me um, a thesaurus and he wrote a sweet note in there and I still have it to this day. Um, and then I got married and I remember telling my husband, I remember the moment telling him, I said, you know what? I think I'm going to write a book. And he looked at me and he's completely straight faced and said, why would anybody read it? And I was like, wow, ouch, <laughs> yeah. that, that hurts. And I put it aside for at least 10 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, how high does the tree grow was the first time I put myself back out there. And they, the email that I got that they wanted to publish it like right away was so encouraging. And it, it, change it really did change me a lot because I was like okay so I really can do this and people really will read it and um that was that was a big moment oh my so, goodness so is your book published my book um I so oh, I have it working on it I have a children's book that is complete but I'm working on because there's a lot of illustrations that are going to be in it so I have an illustrator but um that's still in the works Cool. Oh Do you God. have an estimated or idea of when it might be out? No, not right now. No. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> back to the connection of the how high, the tree, the article that I read and that made you feel like you can do it. And from being told, like, why would anyone want to read it? Like, that was the most, that was the best thing I've ever read in the dental, like, community, like, wow, you know, there's no words. Obviously, I never get my words out, but it's just, that's really cool. To, inspiring that you weren't taken to school as a kid, it sounds like, obviously. And then you were most improved. And then you were set, a, set back again. You weren't going to write your book because someone told you probably not. And then you did it anyway. So I'm, I'm feeling your vibe. Okay. I love that at least one person, you know, one person loved it and that's all that mattered. You know, if it inspired you to do something, then it was completely worth it. And I'm yeah. like not the person to usually reach out to someone and say it, but that's just because I started doing stuff and I was like, I love when people tell me things are important. So I'm like, I'm going to tell her this is, you know, so think about all the people who didn't reach out to you. You know what I mean? That it made a huge difference. They just didn't like go the crazy route and be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to find this human. No, <laughs> but, um, so much to me. I loved it. Truly. There's so many people that just don't reach out. They just enjoy it. You know? Wow. So who do you look up to? Who do you look up to that motivates you to, uh, yeah. What, where do you get your oh inspiration from? There are so many people. Oh my gosh. So many people. I love Rachel Hollis because she is doing all of the things that she is doing with a high school education oh. and she speaks it and she walks when, when she says that she's going to do something, she does it and she's seriously doing it with her heart and she has the right, um, you know, the right mindset and she's not doing it for the money. She was doing all of the things that she's doing now before she ever became famous. And what made her really famous was posting a picture of herself in a bikini with her stretch marks out. Mm. And everybody was like, what, that girl can do that. And she's real. So I really, I really love her. Um, my fiance that I've been with for seven years now, um, 
he is a huge part of why I am, you know, the, the way I am now, because he saw so much potential in me when I didn't. Mm-hmm. That's a huge thing. Having a support system. Close yeah. To you it's important. You share a lot of really personal stuff with your significant other. A lot that you wouldn't tell anyone else and the little tiny insecurities. It's important to have someone really supportive at home, whether it's a significant other or even like a family member, friend, child, you need that one person to be your person. That makes sense. Absolutely. And so many people will have that, per- who they think that person is. And then when things aren't going right, that person will take all of those deep, dark secrets that you've shared with them and use them against you. And I've had that happen. And I'm sure other people have had that happen. And it's hard to find somebody who you can truly, truly trust. But when you do, your world can be like incredible. Mm-hmm. Totally. So you, Rachel Hollis is obviously one of your, the people you said you look up to is like, so she is an author, correct? She's an author. She's a, she's an Instagram too. She's got like 1 million plus followers now. She's got her own So a girl, girl, wash your face. Yeah. Okay. And stop apologizing. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So is reading one of your, like, what do you do to relax and like, kind of like, is, do you love reading? I mean, because you're a writer. You do. I do. I love, I love reading. Um, I love, I, I meditate. I love being outside. I love um, the ocean, the mountains. So, you know, this weekend, I just got back at 1am from Catalina Island. And that was, they have trees and it's an island and how can you not love it? And it's just, it charges you, you know, it just makes me feel alive. Being outside, yeah, in the Midwest uh-huh. or any Toronto too, everywhere we're all freezing. Everything's dead outside. There's no green. It's really recharging, like you said, to see life like green. Like well, this is that time of year. It's that time of year where everyone kind of gets down on themselves. You don't really want to go out. You want to stay in. So I think it's important that you challenge yourself to do the opposite. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely, yeah. for I sure. I feel like I haven't seen sun in forever. Um, so yeah, I need I need some outdoors time. Do you have a hard time making time for yourself and for your families, considering all of the things that you do? Do you find that it's challenging to, or do you have set times like phone off, airplane mode kind of thing? No, it's, it can be a struggle. You know, you, you just have to uh, try to balance it as much as possible. I have, there's no secret, (laughs) just absolutely no secret because I mean, with kids, life can be crazy and hectic and their schedules are crazy and you never know when they're going to get sick or both of them are going to get the flu at the same time. And <laughs> I'm that person that I'm really outgoing and um, you would think that I'm an extrovert, but being around people, I'm so on when I'm with them that when I'm away, I'm like, okay, so now I'm going to go in my hole and I'm going to recharge. And mm-hmm. I could just like not leave my house for a week and be perfectly fine with it. Same, same. Totally. Really? You're like that too, Whit? Oh, totally. I, I use all my energy talking to other people that like when I get home, I'm just, I'm, I shut off. Yeah. You're like a robot. Hmm. Yep, I need to recharge. You're right. <laughs> I'm the opposite. I'm like, I need to get out. I need to be out in the world. So, do you get your energy from other people then? I do. I feed off of other people's energy. My oldest is like that too. Mm, yeah. So then she's sucking my energy extra hard. <laughs> totally. You're right. That's totally yeah. a thing. Yeah. So, how many? You have two kids, you said, right? I do. Are they both yeah. daughters? Yes. 
Yes. Uh, how, nine and six. How is it raising daughters and trying to instill this like girl power, stay positive feeling in them? Like, I, I think that, a, that's, a, that's like within our world right now, there's a lot of female motivation and female centered um, dominate your own world. Don't apologize. Like a lot of those like movements happening. Yeah, there's a fine line between teaching your girls to become like women power and <laughs> you know, want to defeat anything, but um, and then also not letting people walk all over them. Yeah. And so there really is a fine line there. And all it is is, you know what, leave the earth better than the way you entered it and trust in yourself. Don't expect somebody else to come along and give you the life that you dream of. Make your life yourself. And then if you can find somebody to enjoy your life with, then that's awesome. But it's hard, you know, with girls because it's much as I do not talk about weight or um, I just, I try to instill healthy food options. They still, if social media, like they watch YouTube, that's what kids watch and they watch YouTube and you know, the, they say words like fat or, you know, chubby. And I'm like, we don't, we don't talk like that. And so it, it's hard when it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine. And you know, every, everybody's experiences in life can, help another person. So just like when Rachel Hollis posted that picture of her with stretch marks, people are like, oh, okay, so she has 100,000 followers and she's gonna post something like this and she has stretch marks. If she has stretch marks, then it's okay that I have stretch marks. You know? And just being real and not hiding it because, and that's another thing with social media, you know, people only post stuff that you want them to see. Right. And you want them to think that you have this amazing life. So authenticity is, really important, but it's really hard for people to be truly authentic. Yeah, totally. I totally. concur. I concur That's greatly good. with all of the above. It's true. I'm guilty of that. I'm totally guilty of not posting the struggle. Cool. Holy molar. Look at that. Holy molar. So seriously, an episode a week is a lot. I do a YouTube Do you do episode. all your own editing? Yes. Yeah. So when people say like, well, I can't do that because I don't know how. Ignorance is a choice right now. With this day and age, with you can learn anything you want on YouTube. Yeah. And all of the editing, everything that has to do with my podcast, I had to Google it. I had to learn and teach myself to do it. And I was so proud of myself after I made my, my, my intro. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can do this. <laughs> See, totally. I still, you know, you do the same things. Like I edit regular videos every week, but every once in a while, if I'm doing a parody or something very specific artsy, I'll like be like, oh, I forgot how to do that transition. I just Google it. And I'm like, oh yeah, I've done that a million times. We are so lucky to have that, right? Like, it's like, I agree. Absolutely. That's why, I mean, it is, a, ignorance is a choice. Yeah. It is. And you can do anything that you want to do just by Googling it. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest question, I always ask everyone though, truly like, I know we all, you know, we make time, we try to do time, but like sleep seems to be the thing that is always, uh, I, I don't schedule well enough, right? Like, you know, it's like, oh, I had two more hours. I'll just do two more hours of not sleep. Like how Are do you, you snooze or what? Do you snooze? No. No, you're up. I stay up too late though. Oh. But I know I need to wake up to be somewhere, but I'll stay up. I don't get much. But sleep. you won't like push the snooze button six times no. in the morning. Never. Do you, Katrina? Are you a snoozer? 
Well, I used to be until I got an iPhone and when I would think I was hitting snooze, it would just turn it off. So I just trained myself to get up. Oh. <laughs> I trained you. Look at that. Are you a yeah. snoozer, Irene? Big time. I can't. Like I'm, I'm an hour of snoozing and I hate oh. the iPhone situation because it's seven minutes. I don't know where they came up with why seven to eight minutes is like the best amount of snooze time. It's not. So I'll push that button as many times as I can. So you set your alarm earlier than you need I set to. my alarm like an hour earlier than I actually have to be up. See, and Chris is that. not a snoozer, so he no. hates me for it. Oh yeah, I couldn't. I just, I need to wake up, go. I, there's no playing around. Cause I just know I get such limited sleep as it is. I need that like last hour to actually, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but we yeah. all figure it out as we. I wish but, I could um, change that. It's no, it's, you are who you are. I was just wondering though, Katrina, do you feel like sleep is ever an issue for you doing everything you do, wearing all the hats? Um, sometimes, but not really because I need, I have to have sleep and I, I just, it, I won't function well. And, um, I would say I probably get less sleep than Greg does because the girls only come to me, you know, when they need something or if somebody's sick, I sleep with them, but um, he's really good about letting me sleep in. Mm -hmm. So if the girls need to be on the bus in, and he'll get up and make them breakfast and I'll just get up a little bit later and 30 minutes or so later and move on. But that's very <laughs> nice. And he, he's like, don't wake your mother. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's very nice. That's teamwork. That's awesome. Good to know. So yeah, sleep is important. I think it's time. Is it time? Yeah. Katrina, do you know what time it is? It's tooth or dare time, isn't it? Oh, yes, she knows. <laughs> <laughs> Katrina is, a, is an avid tooth or dare, dare watcher, follower, friend. Yes, she knows. It's true. It is that time. Okay. All right, All right Katrina. I hope you make the right choice. <laughs> do the right thing, Katrina. Do the I'm right just messing thing. with you. So I have a dare for Whitney. You oh. have a dare for me? That was quick. Well, that was the wrong choice, but all right. <laughs> but I'll take it. All right. She's got a dare for me. She doesn't want to. All right. Uh-oh. I would love to see you dressed up in St. Patrick, Patrick's Day gear, outside in public with people around, Irish dancing. Ooh. I can totally do that. Oh, Katrina. Bravo. Bravo. Somewhere with people watching, so like in front of a like like a star or something. And you have to like do it legit. Like I'm here. You heck, you can even put a pan out for people to give you tips. Oh, totally. <laughs> you know that I made a video last year. Um, leprechaun. Yeah, I was the leprechaun. I have a whole outfit. I'll just wear that. Oh my gosh, this is meant to be. I was the leprechaun. It's it's the me. You know, me too by Megan Trainer. If I were you, I'd wanna be me too. Da -da -da. Whatever. And I did it. Yes, it is true. Leprechauns have teeth too. You want me to leprechaun dance outside? I will do that. Perfect. Can't wait to see that. <laughs> I like it. I like what it a lot. Have had to do, what would you, would, have, would Irene have had to do that same thing or you had something different for her? No, it would have been the same. I'm like the worst. Uh, Whitney says that she hates the dares the most, but I think that I hate the dares the most. Yeah, because I, I am like, so like, not I hate actress. it because I do it because I am like 100% like whatever you tell me to do, I'll do. Holy moly. So, Holy moly. So seven days from when this episode. Holy moly. Holy moly. Seven days from when this episode is released, you will see Whitney on the toothadare.podcast um, Instagram channel that we got going, or Instagram page. 
that we got going on. You'll see it in the highlights. I'm going to be dancing like a Irish dancer, uh, dressed in leprechaun clothes. And uh, we'll, we'll post that on, um, I'm sure Katrina will probably post it on hers too. We'll tag everyone in it. So stay tuned for that. Until next time, we'll see you next time. Peace, love, and tea. Turn pain into purpose. That was a good episode. Yes, it was. Um, thank you again, Hugh Freedy, for celebrating dental hygienists and sponsoring this episode. Yep. Don't forget to show us your purple peeps. Hashtag show us your purple. Wear your purple on the 21st. Tag, tag that in your posts for cool prizes and a chance to win a trip to... Whitney's Chicago, <laughs> where you can see all of the minor league and all of the major league, <laughs> all of the all of the sports teams that all wear socks sports. and that don't wear socks. See what all I did there? The, the whitest of the socks. <laughs> Thank you, sports. Katrina, for hanging out with us today um, and recording this episode. So there's a bunch of links before below on some of the stuff that she's written and she wrote an article called how high does a tree grow uh an rdh mag that's below yes inspired my that inspired my teeth talk life that uh, that amazing article so thank you katrina she's amazing and and listen to her podcast too she's got a cool podcast listen to her podcast Mm -hmm. we have everything linked below yep all right. So where can people find you, Irene? They can find me on Instagram at Irene. They can check out where I'm speaking. I have a new, on my website, I've got a really cool interactive calendar. So if you want to know where I'm going to be speaking, you can go to toothlifestudio.com. And also there's a link in my bio on Instagram too. You can find really us cool. on our podcast Instagram at toothordare.podcast. And we have a website too, toothordarepodcast.ca. Whitney, what's up in your teeth talk world? Yeah, and I got I got one of those websites too now, teethtalkworld.com. And of course, you can find me on YouTube or Instagram, youtube.com slash teethtalk and Instagram at teethtalkgirl. And as my friend Whitney says it best, love, love, teeth, and peace. Is that it? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. She did it on purpose. I saw I her like smiling as she said she knew she was saying <laughs> Thanks for putting it, that to a copy written spin, right? Peace, love, and teeth, y'all. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>